It took y'all 12 damn episodes to get to the most logical conclusion. Ugh. You're listening to that blessed and highly flavored podcast. It's only because a nigga bless. Welcome back to Black Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of 13 Reasons Why. This is the penultimate one. We are almost done with season one. Moving on to season two once it is completed. I have not hated this show. However, it definitely gets my mind going in the lecturing side of things. And maybe it's just because I'm a mama. So, of course, I'm looking at these kids like, oh, let me sit down. Let me give you some knowledge. But I'm also wanting to slap them upside the head because it be getting on my goddamn nerves sometime as well. And I am a little impatient to get to more of the meteor storylines that I feel are unfolding as a result of these tapes. I think it has created a certain... I don't know dynamic between this group that is shifting and I can't wait to see how that changes in the coming seasons and how this whatever because it's gonna be a lot more <laughs> I have a feeling things going to be explored with these characters in the next few seasons how it all shifts out but I have to go back once again to before I get into the recap and everything, how Hannah's actions, and I mentioned it previously, has this unconscious cruelty to it because she is also talking to some of these people in this group that have significant mental issues of their own. And now it looks as if two have attempted suicide due to their own guilt on rather I don't want to say they're you know immaterial things that led up to her suicide but again writing a list of what you think is attractive I'm talking about Alex and I'm talking about Clay and it leads to my theory that it's Alex the one that has the gunshot wound which I'm going to be real sad about because I really like Alex and he stepped up this episode and he really wants to do the right thing and it is because he allowed his friendship to fizzle with Hannah but that's okay people change people hang out with different people you know yeah he wanted to be in the cool jock club but seriously he wrote a fucking list you know and clearly it's that guilt on some other issues I think he hasn't addressed in his own mind not to mention what the fuck is happening at home and how that structure is that's leading him to a much darker path for something that's rather benign and the same thing with Clay like he did nothing particularly wrong and yet last episode he's ready to kill himself because something happened afterwards because oh my god I could not have predicted the future it's just I don't know about that part of the premise that anyone thought of 
or maybe they did and it is just a part of again what Mimi said a last episode that it's clear she's just a broken person and she clearly was not in her right mental mind for for some time like she needed some actual counseling she needed some parental guidance I think all the things that were happening at school were these some some petty uh high school shit that and that's my context about bullying bullying is a consistent behavior brought upon by one or a group of people and I don't know if any while all these things leading up over the course of time can sure lead to a a certain you know pattern of really bad experiences because some of those experiences she herself invited like she invited Courtney into her home they started drinking why the fuck do y'all need to drink to have a good time as a teenager but you know and even the situation that happened in this episode I mean the defense is going to tear this apart and I think that's going to be the real true fallout of this is the fact that I don't even think Hannah's actual um, assault leading to her suicide is going to be something like there's uh, these the the situation and the money aspect of this is definitely going to come out and that's going to be where things get really really much more layered but I had to put that out there because it was on my mind most of this episode and I could not not reiterate that part so 13 reasons why episode 12 tape 6 side b was directed by Jessica Yu and written by Elizabeth Benjamin I gave this episode a 7 out of 10 I am just going to go by characters and big arcs not uh a typical recap where I go scene by scene we're gonna start with the elephant in the room Hannah and her tape and exactly what happened to her what led up to what happened to her it's not that I don't feel empathy for Hannah of course I do like honestly all of these kids make me want to pop them upside the head with the exception of the actual criminal in the room who still has the more common sense to say well there's my crimes and where I might get some counseling and maybe juvie whereas there is an actual pattern of sexual uh, behavior and rape with this character Bryce so I really don't understand and that's been a problem for all these episodes whether you want to believe it or not I think most people started believing it a while ago like I think others were more inclined to believe it like Ryan and Alex you know I could see Zach being on the fence for a while like well Justin said it didn't happen and I know him and he's my best friend and why would he lie about that as his girlfriend and he loves her but at the same time you know you gotta at least been asking the question (laughs) And like I said, it's not something that pops up once, but twice on these tapes. But Hannah, 
basically tries to go talk to clay he's indifferent to her it doesn't really want any a type of reconciliation she is to deposit her mom's or her parents money however it gets stolen out of the car because white people think you should not lock your vehicles and that is ridiculous and i've seen people do it so i'm like why would you do it but she's she's still caught up in her own shit of course her parents freak out but i will and still stand by never understanding her decision to go to bryce's after you not only witnessed a sexual assault you yourself were sexually assaulted by him you then and i get oh yeah you went to jessica's but look where that ended and then you get intoxicated end up in a hot tub with several people then you're alone with him i'm not saying what he did was right that's not the i'm not victim blaming at this point i'm saying these are the types of actions of someone who's not thinking rationally and i think there was just a part of her that want that wanted to punish herself i'm not entirely clear here where hannah's mind is and i cannot only i can only i should say resolve that it wasn't thinking mentally straight because as i stated earlier any defense is going to it's your word against his and then your actions if these tapes come out right you know what you witnessed why would you go there that's the first thing they're gonna ask why would you get in the hot tub with him if he touched you in a wrong way before and you didn't want it why did you it's it's a terrible thing to say because all of the things before shouldn't but there that's a that's a huge huge thing though it's nice different than hey why did you go to a party and wear a short dress you know that's some bullshit right there it's different of i know this person is dangerous and i went there and put myself in danger but the fact that she and even jessica jessica has a little bit more but then her behavior afterwards lord jesus that is going to take a a a lawyer with a whole bunch of money and likely uh very close ties to the judicial system not a lot of effort to discredit them on the stand so that is the story of hannah clay hears this and decides that he is going to get himself a recorder from tony go over to clay or bryce's on the pretext that he wants to buy marijuana however he pushes bryce's buttons gets him to admit to molesting hannah gets his ass beat severely and drives off on his bike now clay has a history of mental illness he has been recently suspended from school for marijuana again all of these actions about listening to these tapes actually hurt everything about what hannah's ultimate goal was for the truth to come to light and the people to be prosecuted bryce the most it's uh it's not looking great this false confession is going to be easily tossed out 
Clay's attitude to his parents, particularly his mother, though, is really ticking me off because she's asking about the subpoena, about how he what he asked about the rape victim, if it was Hannah or something that happened to the person he was referencing. He's like, no, I actually wasn't talking about that. Then she asked or he asked about the names of who was subpoenaed. And then he cops an attitude about it, talking about, oh, well, you know, I can't give you that information because that's classified or something to that extent. What the hell is the world coming to? Seriously, she needs to force him into something. I don't know what, but <laughs> she needs to take a much firmer grasp. And the daddy really needs to just, ugh, he's the worst. You're just sitting there, A, letting your son talk to your wife like that. B, he's talking about what if someone did homicide or manslaughter if that someone died because of, I mean you're talking all this shit in the secrets that you're keeping as if that's okay. No, sir, you do not get to walk out of the house and tell me to get the door. You mentioning all this crap. Like, okay, we can either go in the school and we can sit and stare at each other all day for the next eight to thirteen hours, or you can tell me what the fuck is going on. And that's Clay's story for the most part in the episode. He meets up with Tony. Tony has a little bit going on with the guy he's dating and he gets to talk about the pressure he's under. But I feel Tony is a little underserviced in this season. He's kind of just been the guy that's keeping Hannah's secret and doing her bidding. And no one's really there for him. And they try to put this guy with them to show some support. But it's rather uh, fickle. The Hannah Baker Tape Club all get their subpoenas. We'll start with Sherry because she had a stepping up moment in this episode. She goes to Mr. Porter about it, even though she hasn't been subpoenaed yet. And she wonders what she should do. He tells her to tell the truth, but also tell the school first. She is invited to go to Monet's to discuss the next steps or what they're going to, what their stories are going to be. But she decides to bail on the Baker Tape Club, calls 911 to turn herself in. I have such a huge issue with this whole storyline. And (laughs) this should have been investigated. Anytime, again, I will say there is a uh, automobile accident. One, fault is never determined by the police officers. Like they come to the scene. Yeah, they can uh, write the police report. Yes, they can assign uh, charges if necessary if there's a death there to write a reconstruction report but once it is over to the insurance companies it's their job then to investigate it on who's paying out or whose policy right because that's ultimately what it boils down to yeah sure there's a civil or there could be a criminal part to it but like i said you'd have to investigate the entire accident because there's a thing such as comp neg did really the stop sign even though the stop sign was down they still the drivers have a um responsibility to the road so even though the stop way uh, stop sign is down if you read the book and the driver's handbook and you come to an intersection you're supposed to stop you're always supposed to pause if that accident happened the way it did like because one side should have had the stop sign one side i guess wouldn't but even though he should have been taking caution when entering the 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 intersection right whatever 
Anyhow, once it goes to an insurance company, I can tell you right now, they would have said there was alcohol in the car and he would have been drug tested. That would have been the first thing they would have done was drug test him. And if he had no alcohol in his system, then it would have went further on. And to be honest, the fault would have been put on the other driver. But then they would have looked at him for cop neg as well. So he can't give his side of the story. So it's only going to fall to the other side of the story. And then the point of impact no one did any of this shit and sherry's part of it would have been very minimal she would have been cited for knocking down a stop sign and not reporting it and that would have been the most of her damn ticket i hate to say it but an accident you know she could have been a responsible party maybe a civil suit possible possible but you'd have to prove it and like i said unless the insurance company would say that the stop sign itself was down there would be no way for them to bring any type of responsible and even if responsible party they it it probably wouldn't still be criminal because it's still an accident that's the thing okay i can go on and on and on i'm not an attorney but automobile accidents is kind of my thing and she did the right thing she decided to bear her soul instead of even getting caught up in this uh because she ain't been subpoenaed yet so she ain't even trying to get caught up in the hannah baker nonsense like i'm not even gonna connect that shit i'm just gonna tell y'all i hit a stop sign we don't even need to know that hannah was in the car with me when it happened (laughs) and she gets ahead of it good girl tyler has a really terrible time of it on the other hand he gets assaulted by monty what is up with his issue why does he keep just physically assaulting him or is it just around that he's a creep and i feel like this was happening though before there was any mention of these tapes because they yeah monty and them don't know shit about it bryce of all people is like come on dude back up off him (laughs) and tyler's like get the fuck off me i'm tired of this shit and this is not before being told to fuck off by both Marcus and Courtney, who is just the worst. Now fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. I'm glad Ryan was dragging her for filth because she needed to. You the only woman here and I can't believe you saying this shit. I couldn't believe it either. Who is also a bully, never mind her insecurity about her sexuality. She be playing the nice girl, but she's actually the most terrible one out of everyone because she totally is standing behind a rapist and i have a feeling when push come to shove she might be in uh be on bryce's side of the courtroom and tyler is done being cast aside by the baker tape club and he's also tired of being bullied and he meets some guy in an alley gives him some money a lot of it how did you get that much sir but i guess it could just be 200 i don't know how much it is to buy a gun off the street but that's what he does and this is not great because he is a perpetual stalker of everyone and he is also feeling a lot of repressed anger oh dear we are in trouble he then finds the baker tape club at monet's they're like how did you find us uh i'm a perpetual stalker of everyone i know where you all are at all times and if you do not let me sit i'm taking pictures everyone else is pretty much fine with it except courtney and marcus because he's the only one that has gotten some comeuppance everyone else hasn't gotten that deserved it like marcus more so 
and they go back and forth on what to do and it's tyler who comes up as i stated earlier with the let's just give them the actual criminal but a few are not cool with saying the absolute truth even though alex is like you guys need to because so what you're gay courtney ryan you published a poem oh my god and he's like i'm not even ashamed of it and then <laughs> you know i'm just a pathetic loser guy who tried to impress a fucking rapist and <laughs> like it's actually like, don't call him a rapist like really shut the fuck up he's a rapist <laughs> Zach is not even answering Justin Justin's calls. Justin and Jessica have not even showed up. It had to be Alex and Zach that busted everyone what happened at Bryce's last night. And then everyone's like, well shit, that's out the bag. And Alex did a good job of trying to get everyone to step up with his little pep talks. But of course, Tyler's like, wait a minute, I do want to keep my shit out of it. And everyone else, well, a few start to really hide behind well i guess marcus and tyler would be like well not the whole truth but just tell the parts that you don't i mean i think if you focus it all there well they said they mentioned the tapes too in front of monty um so ryan can't believe the absolute bitch courtney is <laughs> she was supposed to supposedly friends with both jessica and um and hannah at one point and when she said if hannah is to be believed no tape around his body the fucking homicide his face is on a t-shirt and his family's traumatized i didn't even mean to shoot him he just caught me by surprise i reloaded my pistol cop it back and shot him twice his body dropped down to the floor and he had to drop in his eyes yeah i knew then i would never like this character and i'm not even sure what the hell she told her father at the end but i have a feeling it is lies but then the one child that wants to tell the truth is getting out gotten out of i should say (laughs) of having to testify at all because his dad as he remarked earlier is all about sweeping shit under the rug and that's exactly what he does because he's rather proud that his kid is caught up in some shit but he won't allow it to ruin his career like he's almost happy (laughs) that shadiness runs in the family tree it's not what he wants at all the probably the most well acted scene of the episode was between justin and jessica justin is at alex's when the subpoena comes for him at um at alex's house and alex is like well this is good everything is gonna come out and justin's like no it's really not then he goes to jessica's room climbs in the window says he was trying to protect her she's like that's some bullshit he's like i was drunk she's like you don't know what it's like to be raped after he tries to not justify why he well he does justify i should say he's trying to explain what took him so long i guess to admit just how foul 
he what he witnessed and he did love her and wanted them to be together forever and Bryce had always been the one person he could count on for absolutely anything when his past or when his mom's past boyfriends would abuse him I'm not sure if that's sexual as well well I'm thinking because she said you don't know what it's like to be raped so he didn't come back with I know too but definitely physically abused he's neglected he's left to fend for himself starving you know he went through holes in his shoes and Bryce was always the one to support him and pay for things for him and Jessica says that's what they do to get you beholden to them and that's very true I mean why do you think Michael Jackson made a point of having uh certain children in his home from certain backgrounds in his house spending the night i mean (laughs) why did r kelly get women who were clearly very much younger i mean they prey on a certain type of person or situation in which you feel a certain need to repay their kindness with their with your loyalty if nothing else and jessica ends the episode by pouring out an enormous amount of alcohol that she'd been consuming he goes back home when she kicks him out and is abused further by the boyfriend like choked the hell out and says that his life is threatening his business and he doesn't need police around he then robs the man of his money and his gun before leaving it seems for good he's the second person in the episode who had a gun and i think it was set up to be justin or tyler but i truly do think by that look in the mirror that it's alex zach uh, said justin was his bff but every time he texts he never answers his call so clearly either he's just put off by his actions which would be hypocritical because well i guess if he said i trusted you as my friend and you lied to me i guess there's that but he's not going to be there my guess is justin's going to be on the street soon and that's going to be really sad and then that's when we get their big reveal that someone was admitted with a gunshot wound and you have uh the mom clay's mom noticing tyler hadn't come home and she's really worried he's most likely with tony (laughs) Uh, i didn't think it was clay either because he had his moment last week and i think even hearing this i think he wants vengeance more than anything so that is where we end the episode that's all my thoughts let's jump into the feedback send feedback you can send that by written form or by audio to blackgirlcouch at gmail.com let's hear what mimi has to say she goes so here we are the penultimate episode of the season one and i know i'm zooming through this show at rapid fire but i have too many questions that i couldn't wait to get answered my bad i will say that this episode was too much i get it now hannah really did go through some shit some really fucked up shit Not only did she see someone that was her friend get raped by a classmate, 
but said classmate raped her too at a party she didn't even intend to go to and she only got in the jacuzzi because her previously raped friend asked her to get in with her then she's left alone with the person she knew to be a rapist and paid for it when jessica and justin got out of the jacuzzi i knew where this story was about to go and then when zach got out to show that his girlfriend where to find the bathroom and hannah was in there by herself i just knew what was about to happen the worst part about the guys like bryce about guys like bryce is that they truly honestly don't think that what they did was wrong yeah i think that's the other thing i'm like bryce has a fucking mental problem and it has a lot to do with his fucking parents and the shit amount of wealth in which he has uh i mean that's what i said i i find the fallout of this far more interesting to me than all the stuff that led up to it um and i i know what you i get what you mean because i know you said she didn't intend to go there and you know she only got in the hot tub because her friend was there and i don't know i just it's still an odd choice and like i said i i have to account it for her mental state uh hannah went to his party at his house oh okay uh yeah he thinks just because hannah went to his party at his house that just makes her body open to him whenever he wants just like he justified having sex with jessica with the thought that justin is his best friend and what's yours is mine so if you have sex with a girl so can i he probably thinks women were put on earth for his pleasure and his pleasure alone and women interchangeable and you don't need their permission to touch their bodies because their body was put there for you not to mention what kind of man his father is i mean this could be inherited behavior men like bryce will forever prey upon women until they are eventually murdered or locked away because he's rich and probably never had to deal with consequences ever in his life agreed probably never even been told no doesn't even know what it means or has a very weird because even when he called justin later on like you could see the savage rage and he's almost confused like bro call me back like i wish you would talk to me i love you and his name is bruh she continues i think the one thing i pulled away from this series so far is that secrets turn people into their worst possible selves the main characters were so determined to hold on to their secrets at all costs that they didn't care who got hurt in the process most of them convinced themselves that everything hannah said was a lie so that it was easier for them to hold on to their secrets by any means necessary when i saw sherry call the police instead of going into that i hate hannah meeting i knew at that moment i liked her again and she could date my clay <laughs> ah, girl i think that ship has sailed if i'm being honest i don't know if anybody's going to be dating clay anytime soon because he's clearly going through some stuff and some things oh they're gonna hook him up with sky they've been they've been stringing that along all season season two will probably be him dealing with the aftermath of everything that happened in this season and him trying to get his mind back right now i knew what clay was trying to do when he was riling up bryce but he really did get his butt beat really he did I got up or he got up unsteady I might add and sat down in the chair in the living room with the ice pack on his head. I was so worried for my baby boy. He was bleeding really bad and his eyes looked like they would swell shut at any second. I was talking to the screen like Clay, Bryce just beat the shit out of you. You need to go home or go to an urgent care or the emergency room. Damn it, get some x-rays or an ultrasound, anything, but don't just sit there 
right? He went to Tony to get patched up. He didn't go home because he didn't want his parents to see him looking like that. Oh my, hopefully he got what he needed and we're going to understand his plan soon enough because he really got his ass whooped and it was so hard to watch that beat down. The end of this episode when we see the 17 year old boy with a gunshot wound, GSW, to the head in the back of an ambulance, I'm guessing that's either Justin or Tyler. See, I think it's Alex. I guess we're going to find out next episode. I know it's not Clay because Clay is in season four, so I know he's not dead at the end of season one. And a gunshot wound to the head is a pretty serious injury and you're more likely going to die. So whoever in the back of the ambulance probably isn't going to be alive in episode 13, but I guess we'll see. I'm going to go with Tyler being the unlucky gunshot um, or GSW victim. Tyler, final answer. See, I'm going with Alex because... He said he lost the one good thing he ever had in his life, Jessica. He wanted to tell the truth. That was the only thing he could do was the vindication. Probably get her away from Justin. Be her knight in shining armor when she needed help going through this. Bonding back over Hannah. He wanted this to come out. And his father yanking that from him and realizing that it doesn't even matter what he does. He won't have to face those type of consequences. And then just saying, yes, sir, that feels just fucking weird to me. I don't know. I get it's a respect thing, but at the same time, it's just a little uncomfortable to make your child address you as if you was in the fucking military. Just, it's just a little too, it's just, it talks a little too much of some toxic masculinity I don't like. Uh, I really hope this tape is to her or this last tape is to her parents because Hannah was clearly going through some shit and her parents were so preoccupied with their own problems that they didn't notice she was really unstable. Just from my educational background and profession, I know that generally after a child is raped, they start exhibiting behaviors that are noticeable changes to their norms. Very true. They stop caring about school. Their grades can slip. Don't want to hang out with friends, constantly staying in the room. Or maybe they keep getting into trouble with school or even the police. Children will give you signs that something's wrong, even if they're not saying it explicitly. I know Hannah killed herself a week after she was raped, but that's a whole last seven days. And since Hannah's parents insist on blaming everyone else, I just don't understand how you can have a child that commits suicide and you not blame yourself. Agreed. I knew I know the normal human thing to do is to push to blame others but not once did her parents think hey maybe we didn't notice Hannah was sad either maybe we fucked up somewhere too and it's not solely the school's fault I know you can never truly know how you will react to anything until you put in the exact situation but I hope and pray that if my son is ever that sad or depressed I notice and can get him the help he needs before it's too late I agree on everything like every pamphlet that you read on this it's not like it comes out of the blue um there's a lot of people that says like oh i didn't see it you didn't see it because you your mind was somewhere else but it's not to say there weren't signs anywho i'm heading on to the final episode of season one so until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic that is Miss Mimi. We should be done with this season, I believe, um, by the end of the week or next week. Uh, next week on Sunday. So yay. And then we can get into season two. We will be doubling up for season two 
doing um, two at a time. So we should speed through that a lot quicker. And I believe I put all of 13 Reasons Why on Sundays for the most part, I believe, at least for the next two weeks. So starting on the 18th, we'll get into season two. So again, if you want to send feedback, you can send that to blackocouch at gmail.com. You can find this podcast, Black Couch Reviews, on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever else good podcasts can be found. My social medias will be below. Remember to like, share, subscribe. And if you have time, roll over to iTunes and leave a review or rate the podcast. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, and black magic. <laughs>